You're listening to the 102nd edition of the Bitochen Podcast. And we shall continue with the Pesukim of Reb Zundel, as expounded by the Mephorshim. Pesuk says, V'hi Hashem misgav ladach. Hashem will be a misgav. The word misgav means someone who provides abundance for the poor person. Dach is someone who's pushed away, who's poor. Misgav li'itais batzara. Shem will support the person and bring abundance to the one who is going through difficult times. Let's see, there's a few important points here in the Meforshim. Some very short, some very long. The Radak says like this, At any time when Hashem is judging, judging a person, Hashem will provide abundance. He will save the person. The Radak says that even though the person is poor, which means that he doesn't have power, he's strong, he's, he's not strong, I'm sorry, he's very lowly, he doesn't have the power, Hashem will not allow those who are stronger than him to, to overcome this person. Hashem will strengthen this person. He will provide help for the poor person, the, the weak person. Just like Hashem provides and helps, provides sustenance, prosperity, abundance to the Jewish people, we are a nation that naturally doesn't have, is poor, is, is under the boot of our enemies. He brings here in the note. Pasuk says in, in Mishle, in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 26. The Rabag explains on this Pasuk there, it says that the one who trusts in Hashem, he will be expanded. God made the reality. Even though, intuitively, perhaps we would say the opposite. People are poor, people are pathetic, people who are the underdog. They're under the boot of those who are, are more powerful than them. The law of the jungle applies. Says the Ralbag, it's not true. It's not true. There's actually a law, a spiritual law, which states the opposite. Hashem does not allow those who are weak, those who are lowly, to be trampled by those who are more powerful. Because the one who is above all of them, the one who is the most powerful, the one who is the most high, Hashem protects these people. And therefore, a poor person who turns to Hashem, right? We're talking about Yisugav. The one who trusts in Hashem, he's guaranteed. He's guaranteed that he's going to be saved from those who seem to be stronger than him. That's how the Pasuk says in Devarim, in Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 18, that God does judgment for the Yasim and Almana. The Yasim is the, the, the one who's lost a parent, the widow, the orphan. Hashem takes care of these people. 
right? There are people who are downtrodden. There are people who don't have power. They don't have the wherewithal to provide for themselves. Hashem takes care of them. He points out here in the note that you should, you should be medayic, exacting in the language. He says, this is the order of reality. Right? So it's counterintuitive. The order of reality, you would think, is whoever's stronger wins. The law of the jungle. Survival of the fittest. Says the Ralbag, not that way. It's not survival of the fittest. It's the other way around. Hashem protects the person who's downtrodden. Hashem protects the person who calls out and says, Hashem, please help me. Please save me. The one who trusts in Hashem. Because he has no one else to trust in. That's the Radak and the Ralbag. The Hashem is he brings here from the Teres HaMincha to the Tal- uh, from the Talmud of the Rajma. Yeshem is Gavadach Yisrael Shem Am Dach Ruach. The people of Israel, the Jewish people, are naturally a weak nation. We're a nation that's pushed away. We're poor. We have a lowly spirit. Shem is Baruch Yehimahem Yatzilim Yisgavim Vitaisatzara. We don't have naturally, right? It's only in the last seventy-five years that we have a country of our own, an army of our own. We don't naturally have that. There's an advantage to being weak and poor, so to speak. Because Hashem is the one who stands up and saves them. And provides for them in the times of trouble. The challenges that the people of Israel, that the people of Jacob, endure, they, the Jewish people will be saved from those challenges by Hashem. Because Hashem is constantly looking at the Jewish people and trying to figure out, so to speak, how He can provide for us, how He can save us, how He can give us our needs. So there's a certain advantage to being poor, to being lowly, to being lowly of spirit, because Hashem comes to the aid of those. This is a natural rule. This is the order of reality. Hashem comes to the aid of those who are lowly of spirit, who are downtrodden, who need help. So, just thinking about this, and as we see in the, in the continuation, just thinking about this, you know, a person wants to get out of their challenges, wants to get out of their troubles. A person naturally wants to, wants to be free. But there's a certain advantage to being in a trouble. There's a certain advantage to being in a challenge, to being in a state of, of poverty, so to speak the state of lack. And the advantage is that I turn to Hashem. I don't think I'm going to do it myself. I'm not in a state of ego. I'm in a state of, I'm in a state of hachna, of submission. Another pshat, the Alshech. King David says, That which I request of you is, Hashem, please be someone who saves a person who is missing merits. Save this individual. King David is asking. He knows that there are going to be Jews in the future, or maybe in his own times, certainly on into our times, there's going to be Jews. His children, his great-grandchildren, the people who he feels responsible for, he knows that there are going to be people who do not have the merits. They, they're not, 
They don't have the, the commandments, they haven't fulfilled them properly, they haven't learned enough. And the best in Shalmala, the court up above in heaven, is, is going to be machai of them, is going to find them guilty. So he prays, he asks Hashem, please, come to their aid. Come to the aid of, of those who are, are bereft of mitzvahs, bereft of zechuyas, bereft of merits. And King David says, don't only wait to save somebody who has prayed before they were in trouble. It's easy to pray when we're in trouble, right? There are no atheists on a foxhole. When you're in trouble, there's, no, there's nowhere else to turn. You turn to the, you look up to the heavens, right? You ask Hashem for, for salvation. David says, don't look at that negatively. Don't, don't say, well, you didn't talk to me before. <laughs> Why should I save him now? David Amalek says, please Hashem, answer the prayers of the person who's desperate, even though he only turned to you in times of trouble. But still, answer his prayers. Another small thing from the bear of Avraham. Another similar idea. A person may not have been able to give charity to others. Right? Often Hashem treats us the way we treat others, right? It's called Mida Keneged Mida, measure for measure. If I've given charity, if I've done what's right, Hashem is going to have to do charity with me, save me in my times of trouble. <coughs> Excuse me. The Be'er Avram says that the feel of David again was, the person hasn't done charity, the person hasn't properly created the merits that he needs, the spiritual merits in order to be saved. But despite that, take care of this person. Still, save him from judgment, save him from challenges, save him from, from times of trouble. He brings here the Noyam Megodim. The person who is broken, broken, lowly of spirit. Because of his troubles, because of the Yisur and his, his difficulties that he's going through. A person, you know, we don't want troubles. We don't ask for difficulties. We don't look for the things. We don't look for the challenges and the troubles. But we should know. This is something that we see from this Pasuk. That the challenges and the troubles that we experience, they put us into a different mindset. They put us into a place of subservience to Hashem, a place of submission to reality. And that's an incredible thing. When a person has hachna, when a person feels submissive, when a person feels lowly of spirit, such a person can come in front of Hashem. It's like he's brought all of the carbonus, he's brought all of his sacrifices. What happens when a person brings a carbon? Think about it. You bring a sacrifice, what does it mean? It's called a sacrifice. Right? You have an animal, it's expensive. It's not cheap to, to bring a bring a carbon, to bring a sacrifice. It's an expensive thing. You take your money and you 
put it on the animal, you buy, buy an animal, and you bring that animal, and, you, and they just shecht, they sacrifice it in front of God. And that's going to atone for, me, for my sins. How does that work? I gave up something. I sacrificed something. You know, when I, when, I, when I go through something challenging, when I go through difficulties, it's an incredible sacrifice. And that's an incredible schus, an incredible merit. He brings here in the, in the notes, See what the Rabbin Yonah says in Mishle, chapter 3, verse 20, 26. He writes like this, when a person has challenges and he's and, and he feels crushed by them, he should trust in Hashem. He should trust in the kindness and the mercy of Hashem. Hashem will have compassion on him in the face of his challenges. Because he has submitted himself because he's been crushed. The very fact that the person was crushed and the very fact that the person now trusts in Hashem, places his hope in Hashem, leans on Hashem, that's an incredible schos, it's an incredible merit for him that he should be saved. See my challenge. See my lowliness, my, my poverty. And there was a chorah on marudi la'ane I have a, an extended ability to, to depend on Hashem. I have a deeper ability to depend on Hashem when I go through challenges. Because those challenges, they crush me. They make me feel like, spiritually, in the right place to be able to trust in Hashem, to be able to merit, to have that salvation, to have that connection to Hashem that I need. He brings here the Magad Midubna, the Dubna Magad. Oh, before that, I just want to say one little thing. Yesterday, last night, I was Zeicha. <coughs> Excuse me. I merited to go to the Anuka, Shlomo Yehuda Bari, in Rishon Sion. And besides her asking for a blessing for myself, I also just wanted to watch. I wanted to watch how he interacted with everybody. Such love, so much care. I was just watching for, a, I don't know, at least a half an hour, just watching. And there was a, a young man who came in there with a three-year-old boy. And he told the Anuka how this boy has to have a surgery on his heart because there's something that didn't heal. They waited a certain amount of time and they had to have a surgery and he gave him a bracha that everything should go well with the surgery. And afterwards the, the father of this boy said that, on another note he said, that about a year and a half ago, I, I'm not sure if I heard this correctly, but it seems to me that I did, about a year and a half ago he lost his job. And uh, he asked for help or advice or a bracha, a blessing, and, and the Yanuka said to him, that it could be that the fact that you lost your job could be the schus, or maybe he said it will, I don't remember how he said it, it will be a schus, that the surgery should go well, that everything should be well with your child. But it brings out this very idea that, you know, we go through challenges and difficulties in life, and who knows, what is the merit that we need in order to have something good come our way, to have a refuah, to have a salvation in another area of our life? 
So the challenges and the difficulties that we go through, they themselves are a powerful spiritual device that Hashem uses to help us. Now the Manga Meduvna says like this, Listen to this, it's incredible. Avram Avinu says, it's a Medrash in Parshas Lech Lecha. He says in front of Hashem, He says, I've looked at my mazel, I've looked in the stars, and I see that I'm not going to be able to have children. Hashem said to him, That very star that you looked at and you saw that you're not going to have kids, I want to tell you something. That very star can show you that if you look carefully at the star, the star says that you will have kids. The Dubna Magi says that from this statement of our sages, I, had, I, I was sparked to a very deep understanding. And this is that when it comes to the Jewish people, Knowing that there's a knowing that there's a decree against us, that knowledge itself can cause the decree to be rescinded. What I mean to say is, when a person realizes that that's it, the evil is coming, it's on its way, and there's incredible judgment upon him. Knowing that that the that the noose is around our neck, knowing that the challenge, the difficulty is about to come upon us, strengthens us to chuva. Think about the story of Purim. It strengthens us to chuva to repent. It causes us to come back to God, to return, to recognize what we've done wrong, and to nullify the decree. So what happens in the end? The evil which was decreed upon him, right? Avram saw that, look in the stars, I'm not going to have kids. The very evil that was decreed upon him caused him to speak to Hashem, to, to, to reach out to God as it were. And it became the means of his salvation. The very threat of danger causes us to do tshuva, causes us to repent, to return to Hashem. And then, for, for the gzair to be rescinded, because we we're thinking about ourselves, or recognizing what's going on. That's what it means in this verse. The Medrash ends off. The people of Israel, Hashem, King David says, David Amel says, that Hashem should be a salvation for, for the poor person, for us. The one who saves us from difficult situations. An incredible pshat, the Magami Midubna says. The very threat, the very thing itself, the difficult situation, the difficult time, 
The oppressive situation itself is what saves us. Here's what brings us back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is what brings us back to a relationship with God. This is what Abraham says to God. I'm sorry, this is what Hashem says to Avraham Avin, to Abraham. That very star, the very star that I'm showing you that you're not going to have kids, that's what's going to spur you into, back into a relationship with me and it will cause you to have kids. Hashem intentionally shows Abraham this star, which seems to say the opposite of what it's going to be, so that he can start to use his words. And he should pray for this matter. And it will turn around the curse to a blessing. And with that, I want to end, and I want to mention something that the Yanukah just put out yesterday, he asked everybody that over the next few days until Sunday, that everybody say to Hillam, Lamez Zayin, Pei Gimel, Kuf Mem Dalad, Psalms chapter 37, 83, 144, and pray on behalf of the Jewish people here in Eretz Yisrael that we should have salvation, Rachman and Sashem should have mercy upon us. Obviously, it's a challenging time right now, and it's a serious time, and we need to daven, and that's what we see over here. The challenges are an opportunity for us to strengthen our relationship with Hashem. Hashem should help us, indeed, that we should be able to do that. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again next time.